Hello and welcome to the Biz Design Enterprise Architecture Podcast. My name is Will Scott, and in these podcasts, we talk to leaders in the areas of enterprise architecture and how they and their teams deliver value to their organizations in advancing strategy, optimizing operations, or reducing and managing risks. In this episode, we speak to Matthias Scholden. Now, Matthias is Product and Innovation Manager here at BizDesign, and today we speak all about the enterprise architecture data ecosystem and best practices for EA teams looking to harvest data from other adjacent systems of record, such as CMDBs, PPMs, and issue management and product development systems such as Jira. So let's go to that interview now. It's great to have you here. It'll be great for our listeners if you could just introduce yourself, talk a little bit about your role at BizDesign. Yes, Will. Hello. Uh, and thanks for, uh, thanks for joining. It's, uh, it's my pleasure. Um, so I'm working for BizDesign as product and innovation manager, being responsible for basically, yeah, our product vision and how to turn that into action. So working on our product strategy or roadmap and uh, yeah, basically talking to a lot of customers every day to, uh, to learn about their needs and um, yeah, give them a, a better product. I know that one of the things, and we've talked before about this, that you're really focused on a sort of thematic thing you're looking at is all about unlocking the value of EA. And within that is unlocking the value of the data ecosystem that surrounds enterprise architecture teams. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a it's a topic, uh, kind of a recurring topic already for uh, for a while, and it's also a topic that we've tried to productize uh, lately with some efforts uh, around our product. Um, so we have this we have this vision set out of change by design, and that's basically a vision um, that's about how organizations can improve the way they change their uh, their yeah their organization their enterprise. And um, it's it's built around three key topics. Um, you know, one is see the full picture. Uh, then find the right path and execute with confidence. And this topic around the EA data ecosystem, it has to do with this first um, set, this first pillar, see the full picture. Because um, organizations are very complex. Um, you know, when they put digital high on the agenda, um, they're very excited about all kinds of new developments, like, you know, launching a new target operating model, uh, doing a new product or service rollout, cloud transformation, while well, the list goes on. But all this, you know, energy um, um, is, is kind of so sometimes kind of um, lost because transformation becomes so hard. And when you think about the EA data ecosystem, you should think about it as a map describing the data that lives in a platform like ours, uh, Horizon, and where that comes from. Um, so, and we actually see customers creating these maps themselves to yeah, visualize what data they're bringing into our system, how they're getting it out, and how we are enriching it. And so this EA data ecosystem is really all about how to create insights for change and achieve change by design. So give me give me a few more examples, you know, within this ecosystem, what 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 data are we talking about here? Yeah, so there's different types of data that that live there. Um I mean in the in the middle of it all is kind of the data that is created in our platform. I would like to call it the business insight graph. But it's basically a fancy word for an enterprise architecture repository. Uh, which basically captures how your organization works, how it's designed end-to-end. So it captures processes, departments, teams, data, technology, applications, etc. And it captures basically how it's all related uh, to each other. And then there's a lot of data living around that that is basically connected to that insight graph. Um, so for example, we have customers um, that really want to improve how they coordinate large change initiatives. And for example, they hook in 
some of the tooling they use for planning and coordinating their transformation, like Jira or some kind of project portfolio management system. They hook that into our platform to actually aggregate the data uh, onto our level that you can actually report on it, for example, to a business service owner or some other business uh, type of owner. So that's kind of change data. There's also lots of data in IT, in technology. There's an explosion of tools that monitor your infrastructure landscape or that monitor your application landscape. And that data can actually be integrated with our platform, making our platform a real um, source of evidence to use whenever you're changing something or whenever you want to optimize something. Um, so you have first, a, so let me understand you have you have yeah. um, a series of different uh, systems of record. You know your CMDB is capturing your system of record for your uh, presumably your as is technology, and then you for example PM, which is you know your 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 system of record for change initiatives. Presumably you have financial systems, you have Jira ticketing systems, you know service desk, whatever it might be. So you've got all these different systems. Um, they, re- as I understand it, they remain the systems of record. What what this design becomes with this business insight graph is almost the system of record for the relationships between the data. Is that, is that a one way to think about it? Correct, correct. These this data is you know managed in other in other systems. It's not uh, core to our to our solution. But what what happens in our solution is we kind of connect uh, these different sources that we bring in uh, into into our platform, and also we provide a language a vocabulary to connect them. So and I don't know, some kind of IT component becomes an app in our inside graph. Um, some some kind of uh, list of activities from a business process catalog becomes a business process in our uh, inside graph. And then we connect them. So with this, you know, with these uh, increase of connections, you can actually focus more on the relations uh, between the between the data. Well, actually, the data is just living somewhere else and it's constantly synchronized um, with our platform. So tell me more about this business inside graph. As I understand it, this now is this sort of, relationships between all these components, these data components, and I can sort of traverse these relationships. I can sort of embark on a journey to see the relationship, presumably between, let's say, a project and, I don't know, maybe an application. Can you can you give us some examples of what that, what, why yeah. the business inside graph is, is so unique and, and how you can use it? Correct. Yeah, well, its uniqueness lies, I think, in its application. Um, I think, you know, one of the biggest outcomes of a big outcome of our state of enterprise architecture survey that we did earlier this year was basically that a lot of enterprise architects they experience uh, this concept of you know there is no time <laughs> you have to bring the evidence to the decision table and you have to do it fast you have to make sure that the data quality is is high um so there's all these different administrations that play a role in changing the business, changing the organization, and we bring them together. So you basically work with a simple model um, of you know, objects and relations. And these could be projects, they could be processes, applications, technologies, and you focus on uh, making the relations happen. And uh, that's where you know, most of your energy then is focused. So you can bring these insights to the table whenever they are needed. Whenever there's a certain domain uh, under heavy, heavy change, then you can actually use that. Well, let me ask you this question, because I've, I've, I've heard before it's a common trap for enterprise architecture teams. And I'm, I'm, I know you get to work with business design customers all over the world. So you've got a great insight, this global insight across many different industries and size companies. It seems to me, from what I understand, a common track is that enterprise architects, with, with the availability of all this data, sometimes incorrectly look to model things down to, shall I say, the atomic level. You know, because the CMDB has data about a network interface card on a server, 
we ask ourselves, well, why wouldn't we bring this in? Why wouldn't we, um, you know, model that and put that in some kind of graph? But I think one of the things I know you and I have talked about this before is that data has a cost. When you bring data right. in, it has a cost. You know, I guess it's not a money cost, but it's a cost of managing it. So what are some of your tips and tricks when it comes to harnessing the power of this data ecosystem? You know, what, what are the, some of the pitfalls you've seen and some of the best practices? Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's three kinds of you know tips and tricks uh, around that um, that tie into your, into your question. I think, first of all, make a map. <laughs> make a map of your EA data ecosystem. Um, actually, I've had lots of customers bringing up these maps themselves, um, already thinking about this with their EA teams and some of their peers. Um, so that's one. And then secondly, formulate a data strategy. So indeed, there's a price of kind of building integrations and keeping data in sync. So start with the end. Uh, we have a lot of, you know, um, customers, for example, focusing on buzzwords like becoming more data-driven. Um, well, if we would kind of <laughs> counter that buzzword, maybe you know a more sustainable buzzword, I would say uh, focus on the inside. So work insight driven. So look at your map. Um, basically decide on what is your strategy, which insights are the most critical. Is it insights into operational change, making roll-ups for strategic management? Is it insights into the development of capabilities? Do you need to optimize your SaaS spending? And then from there on, work backwards towards uh, how, how, how you're going to get it done to the strategy. And then third and last, I would say <laughs> automate and, and celebrate. Um, so make sure that you automate as much as possible so that the current state actually becomes a given. Um, it becomes effortless. Um, and then you can actually focus um, on the people work. Or you can focus on stakeholder management. You can focus on future state uh, design and, uh, and actually getting the business priorities uh, on, onto paper and into a transformation uh, trajectory. So let's talk about that, that item two there, because that's interesting. Um, and I'm curious more about that. It sounds to me like what you're saying is the, the wrong approach is to look at all the data you could collect, collect it all, and then sort of scratch your head and say, what questions could I answer with this? That, that's the wrong approach. A better approach is to say, what questions do I need answering? And then determine your data strategy. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's correct. And I'm not necessarily talking about wrong or right here, but I do know that the first approach of basically um, looking at what you already have, that might look you know, like a very pragmatic approach at, at first. But uh, if you're doing it without any purpose, you're basically working on, yeah, on, some, on some ideas that are maybe in your head or in the head of your peers. But I'm not, you know, it's not for nothing that we call it a business insight graph. What insight are you going to provide your business with? So if you start with that, the conversation initially becomes more difficult because you have to engage with people uh, around you and have to do some stakeholder management. But after that, it will definitely pay off because you will kind of, you know, supersede the level of just collecting all kinds of current states, data sources and bring that together. But you're actually going towards a more transformation mindset with your EA team and focusing on these pockets of creativity that you add most value with. And so um, just out of interest, because you have worked with companies, if we just get into specifics here, um, what what sort of typical journey uh, do you see EA teams going on? Like, is is the first and most obvious one? I don't know the CMDB. Like, is is there is is there a standard journey of what data sources they connect to, or <laughs> is it, does it change every time? Yeah, I would say um, a lot of uh, customers. I see them starting in IT IT portfolio management, so they're basically uh, have this kind of task of optimizing optimizing IT. Um, but actually, I see also uh, customers that are yeah, thinking about doing more ambitious things and not in the sense, you know, things that are harder, 
basically increasing their footprint in the organization because it's just so much more so much more than optimizing IT. So they try to move from you know beyond from beyond current state description towards transformation decision support. So they you know they make clever use of some key integrations. Sometimes it's just a customer with one or two integrations. For example, a combination of a ServiceNow and Jira integration where they aggregate all kinds of change data. They document the current state of the IT landscape um, automatically. And with that, they can actually already provide value for running projects, in-flight projects by pointing out uh, gaps, pointing out risks. And that, that's how they already you know, move towards uh, the next level of, uh, of maturity. So that's an example of a journey. It, it, often, starts, it often starts small. So we we specifically start off with the with the, uh, the the CMDB or something like that, and then maybe connect to the the project management system and all that sort of stuff. And then the more exotic ones would that be like I imagine financial management systems? You might be pulling data of that at some point, or systems that deal with you know um, uh, describing your data structures. Like to, to what's the sort of more exotic stuff and the advanced stuff? Yes. So another thing that I see, um, yeah, but I don't know. It might be a bit more exotic indeed. Is that um, organizations are pulling in uh, now, you know, uh, data from data governance uh, type of tools to actually automatically generate the data models that are being used uh, within the organization or to capture data lineage in the organization. So this often plays a role when you're, you know, looking at hard, you know, digital transformation initiatives that cover a lot of ground across maybe different business departments and often their, you know, data uh is is a is a problem so a tool like a colibra for example is something that i uh, see in that in that area where we basically capture the architecture of um the data governance structures in the organization the data models the logical and conceptual data models and bring that into our solution and then it can be used by any kind of change stakeholder to um yeah to use as the foundation for uh, for the next project or the next change initiative and I can only imagine that you know some of the regulatory requirements are coming out, whether it's GDPR or something like that, might resequence the data sources you're harnessing. Yeah. If that wasn't a priority for you, you might begin with that rather than at portfolio management or something like that. Um, so, yeah. so Matthias, I know we're going to have you on a webinar later on this year. I'm looking forward to doing that. Could you give us a sneak preview of some of the things you're going to be talking about? And showing yeah, us? yeah. Well, I think it will be a, a hands-on webinar. So we're going to show some actual um, action in, in Horizon. So we're going to show how the EA data ecosystem works in practice. We're going to show some key integrations that we uh, think are you know most prevalent amongst our customers. We're going to provide some integrations by sharing some blueprints for data strategies. Uh, what I already talked about earlier in this podcast. Um, and we're going to see how um, our audience will respond. So we'll also try to make it an interactive session where you can ask questions and, and share your experience uh, as, an, uh, as an EA. You know, I was talking to your colleague, Mark Peters, on a previous uh, podcast, and uh, we talked mm. all about, you know, um, the importance of visualizations and uh, in, in enterprise architecture tools and painting pictures. And uh, as we're talking, it strikes me that these data sources they become the colors on the palette. And depending on those rich set of colors will determine the pictures you can paint. And so you might begin, presumably, with quite simple monochromatic pictures. I don't want to get caught by my analogy here, <laughs> but you can imagine I've got simple data. I could, but then the more colors you add, the more data sources you add, the more uh, comprehensive, I guess, pictures you can draw. Is, is that, at least that's how I'm thinking about it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a very joyful <laughs> process. It's actually really nice because uh, that's what we see as well. We see 
customers bringing in different sources, also connecting data from different sources, enriching it again with other sources. So it becomes a really colorful picture. And I think that's where our platform is at its best, bringing these different colors together and actually providing insights for yeah, all these different stakeholders that are part of uh, part of change in these large organizations. And you know, a bit of evidence uh, won't hurt anyone in uh, in actually making uh, some better decision. So um, yeah, it's a nice it's a nice picture you're painting there. Okay, well, um, listen, Matthias, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast, and uh, I'm really looking forward to the webinar. And uh, we'll put a link in the description for people to register that webinar, or depending on when this you listen to this podcast, a link to the to rerun as well. But Matthias, thank you so much for your time today. Always fascinating talking to you and, and illuminating some of the things that you're working on. Um, so once again, thanks, and, and we'll, we'll see you soon. Cool. Thanks a lot, Will. See you soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Matthias. And for me, always interesting to get the perspective of someone who works with a wide variety of EA teams across a broad range of industries. And it seems all of those EA teams face the same challenge of harnessing data that surrounds them to give them the most complete, accurate, and actionable picture of the enterprise architecture. For more podcasts, blogs, and recorded webinars, please visit us at bizdesign.com, where there is a wealth of information available. And if you'd like to tell your EA story and feature on this podcast, then please email me, Will Scott, at podcast at bizdesign.com. BizDesign is a leader in the area of enterprise architecture software and supports enterprise architecture teams in delivering value to their organizations with a key focus on the value outcomes of strategy advancement, operational efficiency, and reducing risk. Thanks for your time today.